everyone. Welcome back to Sports and Ish with Misty V and Rachel Lee. We have an awesome guest with us today, Trey Wayne. He is um, played college at Michigan State. He was in the first round draft pick and got picked up by the Minnesota Vikings. He's played for the Bengals, has had an amazing career, and now is retired, enjoying the retirement life. He's got a hunting show, I believe, right? Um, So a lot of stuff going on. So we're so happy to have you. Thank you so much for um, being here. We really, really appreciate it. So how's everything going? Going good. Uh, you know, just enjoying retirement, actually, um, you know, getting ready to after this probably pack because we head out tomorrow back to our outfitter and, uh, you know, kick that off, you know, with the hunting season. And oh, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll be busy. Nice. Wait, where's the outfitter at? Buffalo County, Wisconsin. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, okay. I, I gotta say, I, I want to dive into all the fun stuff, but I, I have to say, I saw the picture of your wife, Kira, with that elk. <laughs> <laughs> what? That thing yeah, that was, was in the backyard. No. In, the backyard in our, your uh, backyard? In Montana, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, wow. that's insane. <laughs> Misty, Misty showed me it too. It's crazy. So how yeah, long we, uh, have you guys been hunting Montana, for? So. Yeah. Um, me, so... It's kind of like a weird story. Well, not really, but, um, you know, I never grew up hunting. Uh, you know, I never really had time because of football and stuff like that. You know, my parents and nobody really, you know, throughout my whole family are big hunters. Um, you know, it's always something I've had a appreciation for and something I've always, you know, kind of wanted to do. Um, but like I said, just never had the time because hunting season is during football season. Um, but, you know, it kind of started because I knew – early on that football wasn't something I wanted to do for a very long time. Um, as Missy knows, it's not the greatest on your body and, you know, for your mental and all that other kind of stuff. Um, you know, so I started looking for other, you know, avenues of, you know, business and income, uh, while I was playing and had a steady income rather than waiting for me to be done playing where, you know, I don't have that you know income still coming in. So I, you know, I wanted to find, you know, basically another business venture, something to bring in, you know, money while I was still playing. So when I did decide to retire that, you know, I still had cash flow coming in as well. Nice. Very smart. So, so, okay, this is great though. Cause I was actually on your, your YouTube channel. You guys have like some serious foot traffic going through there. Like people. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's insane. I rolled through some of those videos. I thought, hey, this is one of the most popular hunting YouTubes. <laughs> what is going on on this channel? <laughs> That's so awesome. And like, so hunting season is fall. It's like right now, right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. prime, prime time. So when does it start and when does it end for you guys? So we start, are you talking about for our business or just in general? Both. Okay. <laughs> You're talking to a couple uh, women that don't hunt. Yeah, yeah. so personally, um, hunting season is a little different for us um, just because we're private landowners uh, and we're in fucking Montana. So, you know, laws are a little bit different. But, um, (laughs) you know, we started hunting, I believe, uh, I I don't exactly know the dates on the the tags and stuff like that. But, you know, hunting season is a little different for us because we don't really have to go by the the um, state land, you know, regulations because we're private landowners, so we can kind of hunt a little differently than everybody else that hunts public. 
Nice. Um, but for our business, though, uh, we started youth last week, and I think we go all the way to end of December. Okay. Nice. If I'm if I'm correct, so yeah, we're we're pretty busy starting you know October through December. So there literally was no way you could do this during football season at all. No, absolutely like, not. Right there. And think, <laughs> yeah. And then I think, I believe when I was in Minnesota, I went hunting, I think like one time, um, just because our, our business or our, yeah, our land in Wisconsin is an hour and a half South of Minneapolis. Um, uh, so I think what I did was I, I don't know if it was a Thursday night game or if it was, you know, just a regular, mm-hmm. you know, Sunday game. I think I left right after meetings on Monday, drove down there, hunted um, Monday night, Tuesday morning, and drove back Tuesday night because we had practice you know, yeah. on Wednesday. Yep. So <laughs> nice. All right, so let's let's rewind it back a little bit, and um, if if you don't mind, we'll talk about a little bit about your football career. Um, obviously, Michigan State, you were Spartan. Mm-hmm. And you were a first-round draft pick. What did did you expect to get drafted at that point? I mean, obviously, you had a great college career. Um, yeah, I yeah, that's kind of why I left. Um, I, I left I left early, um, and I left early because you know my whole thing was if I had a chance to go top two rounds, I was I was gonna fucking leave just because I know a lot of guys, um, you know, personally and you know just from playing around like if they have, you know, a potential, you know, high draft position, they usually choose to come back or not usually, but sometimes they try to come back for their senior year and like, Oh, like I want to see if I can go higher. Mm -hmm. I want to win this, this and this. And then they end up, you know, getting hurt and, you know, fucking up their draft stock and, you know, end up losing millions. So my thing was, you know, I'm going to just take advantage of the opportunity I have and, you know, get out when, um, you know, projected to go high and, you know, take that chance because I can always go back and finish college if I want to. But right. uh, like I said, I've seen it time and time again. You know, a couple of guys that were in my class actually came back for another year, tore their knee or mm-hmm. tore ACL and, you know, now they're not even playing or they never got drafted or mm-hmm. they just had a harder career. So. Nice. And you had you had a couple of injuries throughout that time, right? I think. Um, through college wasn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did, but. I mean, not it was, terrible. It wasn't terrible. You know, nothing yeah. you can come back from. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like kind of top of mind for you. You're like, I'm not getting injured. I'm. I know I'm going to be. You know, in the running for one of the top mm-hmm. spots. So I'm going to take advantage of this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just just like I said before, it's like anything can happen. And yeah. you know, I was missing those. Like football players can get hurt doing anything, oh, yeah. and you know, any kind of play. So it was like why risk coming back for a whole another season, let alone college season when, you know, they practice way harder and, you know, it's a completely different game and risk injury and, you know, potentially right. forfeit millions. So. Very. How so, was it? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, how was it being in the first round draft pick? Like, how was that feeling? Who was with you? Like, were emotions going crazy? Did you think you were going to go? Um First round, did you, like, mm-hmm. how, how did that go for you? So that's kind of an interesting story. <laughs> um, first off, it was a great night. I think I'm blacking out. But... <laughs> um, first round, you might as well, right? Yeah. No, it, oh, yeah. it was really yeah. cool. I think, I think that year was, you know, really special just because where it was, it was in Chicago, and it was only about 45 minutes from where I grew up. And, um, you know, one of my best friends, Melvin Gordon, he also 
um, was in the exact same draft, and he got drafted, I think, four spots after me. So it was really cool for, you know, our city and, you know, our families to be able to come because, like I said, it was only 45 minutes away from where he grew up. Um, you know, we both ended up getting taken in the first round, you know, a couple of spots after each other. And, um, you know, I think that's what made it, you know, the most memorable just because usually it's like in New York or some crazy fucking place. And, you know, a lot of, you know, our family members and friends, like, can't afford to fly to fucking New York. Right. You know, so it was like, you know, the fact that it was so close to our hometown, I think that's what made it the best. And, um, you know, it was it was interesting because I, I had an idea I was going first round. Um, so usually, you know, when you get into the draft room, um, your agent kind of has an idea of, you know, where you're going to go because they talk to the GMs and all that shit. And so we sit down and, um, you know, every single draft board had me going to Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota. So like, okay, you know, cool, whatever. So then, you know, I said, we sit down in the room and I asked my age, I'm like, you know, so what, what's it looking like? And I swear to God, he looks at me and says, Minnesota said they're not taking you. So I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, fuck them. Like, and like, they're lost, <laughs> right? Yeah. But it was like, cause I, I knew, I knew they had a good relationship with men, like, uh, some staff in Minnesota and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah all right, like, fuck it. I don't want to go there anyways. It's a colder version of Wisconsin. You know, I didn't really know anything. I'm, I never, I, I never been to Minnesota. So I didn't know what it was, but I knew right, it was right. fucking cold. Yeah, it's cold. So I'm like, you know, I whatever, haven't been either. I mean, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful state. Um, we actually almost ended up living there. Uh, great place. You know, I, I was very surprised when I got there, but um, yeah, like I said, I was like, okay, fuck it. Like, I don't want to go there anyways. So I was like, so what's it looking like? And he was like, um, you could go as high as Chicago at seven and then anybody after Minnesota's fair game. And that's when it was like Miami, it was all these other like LA and stuff like that. So it was, I was hoping to go to some of those places. So mm-hmm. Minnesota's on the clock and I'm not even looking at my fucking phone. I'm like, you know, whatever. <laughs> and all of a sudden it starts ringing <laughs> and, I, and I saw it. It was a Minnesota area. But I looked at my agent, I was like, Are you fucking kidding me. And like at this point, like, and like, I'm like, kind of like, petty so it's like i'll like hold like these stupid ass grudges for no reason so like in my oh. head i was like fuck minnesota like you know what i'm saying it's like they didn't want me they said they didn't want yeah. me so then they call me and i'm just like dude what the hell like i already wrote them off i was like i don't even want to go there so they called me so it's kind of like mixed emotions so like i was happy but i was like what the fuck's going on like why are they taking me you just said so i don't know if it was like they said that so like I wouldn't go somewhere else. Like somebody else wouldn't call. I didn't know if it was like a strategy kind of thing. Right. Right. But, right. um, yeah, that was, that was, that was weird for me though. Cause I was just like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> I wrote you guys off. Now you just called me. So, I mean, it was, it worked out though. You know, I can't complain. So, yeah. and then after that, like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like we, <laughs> we went out to, I think it was like underground or something. And, it was like we were partying with like Lance Briggs and Little John and shit. And, <laughs> and so yeah, who two where the night went? <laughs> no, it was a great night. Yeah. I, I had a flight at like I think it was like six a.m. or something oh. or seven a.m. to go to Minnesota for like a press conference. <laughs> oh. And um, two of my other friends that were with me, I was like, guys, like <laughs> make sure I get on this fucking plane because like, <laughs> I'm, you know, because I they, they had a, like a limo picking me up at like six thirty or something. I don't know. So I was like, make sure I get on this fucking like plane. So they stayed up like so two of my friends stayed up all night. So I made it on this plane and 
you know, I don't remember the car ride. I don't remember the flight. But like when I got <laughs> when I got to Minnesota, I do remember like I'm about to go do this little press conference thing. I just smell like fucking booze. Like I'm just <laughs> reeking. And uh, Sam, I think I think it was like a player related. I don't know his title, but you know he was like you know when you go up there, you know make sure you you, you think um, you know the Will Ziggy Mark and Ziggy Wilf, and, and I was like who are they? And he's like, they're the owners. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> gotcha. And he was like, no. hey, you got to stink like Spielman and like George. I'm like, who the fuck are they? Okay. I got this. So like, nice. Like I, I don't remember what the fuck I said. I don't know anything about that press conference, but I got through it. So I must've been hey. okay. <laughs> We're going to have to Google it and find it. <laughs> so the real question is, what were you drinking the night before? Uh, anything and everything. <laughs> There's a reason yeah. I really don't remember that. Night. <laughs> Whatever yeah. was given to you. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, little John's in our fucking section. Why, why would I not, you know? What, yeah, so. who cares? At that point, you're with little John. So... So, so you spend what five? You were with the Vikings for five years, right? Five seasons. Yep. Right on. What is your most memorable moment with that team? I'm sure you had more. Than hmm. one, what's your most? That's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think everybody would say picking up Aaron Rodgers to win the game. My sophomore season. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, for me, like. I don't really care too much about like that football shit, but like to me, what really stood out was, I mean, it is what it is, but to me, what really stood out, um, you know, when I got drafted, um, you know, Harrison Smith and, you know, Kyle Rudolph were like the first guys like, you know, reach out to me and like text my phone, like, you know, congrats, you know, welcome to the team, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, I don't think my, cause we're with the same agency, but like, I don't think, my agents told him like to text me or anything, but like, those are just, that's how they are. You know, they're that kind of like guys. And, yeah. uh, you know, that really stuck out to me because, you know, I've heard, I mean, you know, from Quez and, uh, you know, a couple other guys that, yeah, you know, yeah. not all vets are very welcoming and, you know, that kind of stuff. So it was mm-hmm. like, you know, I was very skeptical on how, um, you know, some of the older guys on the team or just the team in general would, you know, welcome me. And, you know, those two guys, you know, Harry, maybe a, potential hall of famer and you know kyle and you know both of them are multiple pro bowlers and stuff like that so the guys of that caliber to reach out to me how they did um you know that really stuck with me so i think you know that's one thing like i always remember and everybody's oh favorite football i was like well you know that these things were cool but you know that was really memorable to me Mm -hmm. and in itself so nice very nice now, again, I, I know your feelings toward football and a lot of other things. <laughs> in, our, in our time together, you discussed many things that you did not care about. <laughs> but yeah. if you had to pick, uh, again, you, you got to play among some of the greats. Uh, the years that you had in the NFL, you were with some of the greats. So if you had to pick one of one of the greatest NFL players you ever played against, who would that be? I mean, that's fuck. You can <laughs> get in there. I mean, you could go from like Tom Brady to Drew Brees to Adrian Peterson. Like, I mean, Drew Brees, Drew Brees. Yeah, see, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. The list, the list goes on. Um, I think to me though, 
I think my favorite great, I guess, to play against was probably Adrian Adrian Peterson, just because I spent time with him in Minnesota. Yeah. And, like, you know, me and him were yeah. friends and stuff like that. And then he went to um, New Orleans. And then, so, like, that was kind of a cool situation, like, just, you know, all of us playing against him. Because mm-hmm. we were all friends with him, you know what I'm saying? And then we yeah. got to play against him. So it's kind of just like a little special game. But you know, I, I always enjoyed playing against him. And then, I mean, Larry Fitzgerald is another one. You know, I always oh, had fun yeah. playing against him. Like, this is a nice fucking dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, <laughs> yeah. know if it was a, I don't know if it was strategy to, like, you know, kind of let your guard down. But, like, again, he, he was one of those vets that, you know, he really he didn't talk shit. But he was just a nice fucking guy. And it was just like, just yeah. whenever I played, I was like, hey, you know, Trey, how you doing? I was like, hey, you know, but it's just, I don't know. It's just one of those things that really stick out, you know. Good people. Yeah. So do any of these guys ever come out and come hunting with you? No. Um, ah. One, I don't know if they're, you know, big hunters. And two, it's like, you know, we've had multiple situations that, you know, people in the hunting industry that, you know, are very well known. Um, you know, they try to come hunt with us in exchange for like, oh, you know, let us hunt on your place for free and we'll put you on a TV show. Or like, no, like we don't need it. Like we're booked right. out, you know, with or without you. So it's like, yeah. um, you know, that's kind of hard to um, navigate that area. Cause like I said, I mean, we have our TV show, we have the YouTube platform. We've been booked, you know, from two years ago all the way through 24. So it's like, we don't need, you know, more clients. Like we have a waiting list. We have clients offering to pay us to get in front of the waiting list. So it's like, you know, we really don't need the publicity mm-hmm. um, yeah. for the business because we just can't keep up with the demand. I mean, we could honestly buy a thousand more acres and it wouldn't matter because we still wouldn't have enough. So uh, I mean, there, there are guys <laughs> yeah, right. that, yeah, there are guys that, um, you know, that have played in the league that do hunt. And, you know, we've talked about, you know, potentially even them just coming to visit and hang out. Cause like I said, I mean, we're, we're booked out. Like we're constantly booked out. So it's like, we don't really try to make exceptions, but I mean, if guys want to come down and check out the atmosphere and check out, you know, our, our fires are more than welcome to. Very cool. All right. So we're going to, we're going to talk about your most fun years. (laughs) (laughs) So, so you end up in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What, what were your thoughts when you're coming into Cincinnati? How did you feel about Um, that? You know, I, I came to Cincinnati because I was trying to find that enjoyment out of the game again. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I just saw it really as a business and it was a job and, you know, shit like that. Uh, so, you know, when I came to Cincinnati, I was kind of looking for that new start. You know, I, I could have stayed in Minnesota, but I was like, you know what, I just want a you know, fresh start. So I was trying to get that in Cincinnati and, you know, I'm not there fucking, well, I mean, it was a, yeah, I, we don't got to get into that, but it was a pain <laughs> in the ass. Like, seriously, though, like, it was a pain in the ass from the second, you know, I signed there just yeah. because, like, you know, I signed in the minute in the middle of COVID. And, I remember um, you know, I was trying to get there to I was trying to get there like ASAP to, you know, sign my contract so I can, you know, start training. But, yeah. you know, they would not let me come there. And I was like, well, dude, like my agent was like, don't fucking work out. Don't do shit until you sign your name, because if you get hurt, then they can pull it. Right. So I'm sitting here like, well, you know, I'm trying to sign this so I can, you know, get to working out so I can go in there and, you know, go crazy. Yeah. But it's like, right. it's like, no, you can't, whatever, whatever, you know, COVID safety, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, 
Mm-hmm. All right. You know, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to be productive and I'm like, you would think, you know, they would encourage as like, Oh, he's trying to sign and, you know, get to work right away. So he can right. come in as, you know, best. You would be think ready. That. be ready. Yeah. So, yeah. and like, so I was trying to find all these different ways to like sign and they were like, well, you can't take a physical by somebody else. Cause I needed my physical. So they were like, well, you know, you can't come here and take it. And I was like, okay, well, can I go to somebody else where I'm at and they can send you the stuff? They're like, nope, can't do that either. I'm like, okay. So then I was like talking to my age. I'm like, what the fuck can I do? Cause I want to start working out. Like I want to come here. I want to get to work. I want to try to get better. Right. And so we we're trying to figure out all these things. And then I guess like in some of the rules, it was like, if you live in the city you play for, you can like take a physical or something. Like it was, it was something weird. So I literally packed up my family, moved to fucking Cincinnati, like fast. Like it was, we did it really quick. We found a house via zoom. The first house was ass by the way. It sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. But it's like, we couldn't, we couldn't get there to like, you know, see it in person because it was COVID. So we picked this bullshit ass house. I think we were only there for a couple of months before we moved. But so we moved, I moved everybody there. And then I just showed up at the fucking facility. I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to just show up and try to get in. But but I couldn't, I couldn't get all the way in because I didn't have any codes or whatever. So then I'm not going to say his name, but I found out the team doctor or whoever it was. And I found where his office was outside of the facility. So I scheduled a physical there. Nice. So I scheduled it. I think I scheduled it like online or over the phone or something like that. So I'm driving and the trip was three hours around trip. So I get there, I get there. And he's like, no, I'm not giving it to you. I'm like, what the fuck? You're literally the team doctor. I'm at your fucking thing. And you're not going to give me a physical. He's like, nope. I'm like, all right, well, in my head, I'm already like, well, fuck this, dude. I see how this is going to go. So he's, like I said, nobody likes him anyways. But so that's how that relationship started. So then I had to wait. I don't even know how much longer. Like we were, we were literally, I think we were into... We had started doing um, Zoom meetings. So we were doing Zoom meetings for a while. Yeah. It got to the point, I'm like, well, I'm not going. I'm not showing up to these Zoom meetings if y'all don't want to fucking sign me. Like, I'm in Cincinnati. Right. right. And, like, Cincinnati's not really a fun town. Well, I was in Union, Kentucky, <laughs> the same shit. There's not. I was, I mean, it's not you weren't here long that enough, that okay? <laughs> I mean, no, no, he's may, right. It's not that fun. Be, it's not fun. But, you know, from my perspective, I just, you know, sold my fucking yeah. nice ass house on the lake right. in Minnesota. Right. And it was the summertime. And so I was like, Sold my boat, left my nice ass house on the lake. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in fucking Kentucky. I can't even work out how I want to. You know what I'm saying? Like no. I can't. Yeah. I'm not training how I want. I'm literally sitting no. at the house and it's like I remember right. for a week I had got like a membership at like Planet Fucking Fitness or something, just wow, so I could I do something. That. Yeah. Right. So it was just you know, it was just a pain in the ass, like from Huge. the jump when yeah. I got there. And then, you know, sure enough I finally fucking signed. And then I think we start going in like mm-hmm. these weird hours of the day for um, summer camp or whatever. Yeah. yeah I tear my pack. It was like, I wasn't it like staggered? Mm-hmm. Like they were trying to stagger yeah. you guys. So there wasn't so many in at the same time or something weird. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was stupid. But it's like, I'm there probably like two and a half weeks. Then I tear my pack damn near off the ball. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh I remember okay. That. So in my head, I'm thinking, I was like, huh, yeah. that this wouldn't happen if you fuckers let me train how I wanted to train. <laughs> Right. You know, Making you wait. It's, it's, 
Yeah, because I mean, at that point, it's just like a business decision. It's like, why are you going to sacrifice millions working out instead of just wait till you get signed and then you know once it's official? Because like once you right. sign, then it's like mm-hmm. you know, if you get hurt, mm-hmm. then it's like you're still kind of you know taken care of. But I was like, right. you know, it's just dumb. So yeah. that's going through my head, and then fucking, sure. you know, I missed the entire year for that because I have to fly to Houston and get surgery mm-hmm. um, that they said I didn't fucking need, but. Um, that's besides the point. And then, you know, my second year, I end up, you know, tearing my hamstring twice. And the second time I tore it really bad. And, I you know, after that, that, I was just like, fuck this. I'm done. I don't even mm-hmm. care anymore. Right. So, you know, kind of just moved on from there. Mm-hmm. So, so I know um, you've, you've probably had a ton of teams call you and try to get you and, and reel you back in. I'm sure that the moment you were no longer with the Bengals, they were like, wait a minute, that guy's available. Yeah. Get him on the phone. Get him on the phone. Yeah. Well, and I think I probably had about six or seven teams call. And um, it was funny because I had told my agent, like, I texted him at the Super Bowl. I was, I was like, I'm done. Because I had fucked up my ankle during the Super Bowl, too. I'm like, you know what? I'm just over this shit. Uh, so I didn't even play the second half of the Super Bowl. Like, they tried to get me to play. I'm like, I'm not fucking playing. Like, because I'd mess up my ankle doing some special team shit. And then, like, I ended yeah. up taking, like, you know, two tordals and like all oh, this shit had it wrapped and like I wow. could not I could barely fucking walk. And I told my coach like look like my shit's fucked. And he was like, well you can rest after the Super Bowl. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I get that. But then, you know, I go in at halftime, uh like the team goes in. So I get I get it looked at, I get it taped up, take more ibuprofen, nothing's changing. So then they're like they're like, Trey, you're up. I'm like, I'm not fucking going in. He's like, no. So I'm like, it's the Super Bowl and you want me to go out there on one leg and try to cover, you know, all the, like, no, hell yeah, no. That's, that's a lie. I don't want to be a liability. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's a super bowl. Like if I felt I could have went out there and been productive, like fine. And like right. the thing was, it was like, I got hurt like in the first quarter and like, I tried going through like, you know, the rest of the first half and like, it was just, it was bad. Like I could not run and keep up with, you know, the people I was covering and stuff like that. So I was like, I'm not going in. Mm-hmm. I was like, no. no. So I told whoever was behind, I was like, <laughs> Go in. I'm not doing it because, like I said, it's a su- it's a Super Bowl. I don't yeah. want to go in and be a liability. So I was like, you know, yeah. fuck it, whatever. No, I'll rest now because I'm not gonna, you know, risk giving up a big player a touchdown because I can't fucking run. So right. No, I get it. But yeah, no. To that point, though. So yeah, a lot of teams they had reached out, and you know, I had, like I said, I texted my agent after so I was like, I'm fucking done. Give me cut. I was like, give me cut. I'm over this shit. And um, <laughs> let me. Go. I'm, I'm dead ass serious. And uh, <laughs> once they released me, like, it took a while because they wanted me to take a pay cut. I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. Because I was like, I know if I take a pay cut and I'm actually healthy, then I'll end up being the starter. And then it's like, why would I be a starter for On a pay know, cut. half? <laughs> right, yeah, right, like, that's, right. That's fucking stupid. So um, I was like, no. But I knew if I said no, then they were going to release me. So I was like, no. And I was like, no. and they didn't end up releasing me right away. But I was like, I don't care. Like, I'll play, but I'm not taking a fucking pay cut. Like, that's just not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, that too. I was waiting to hear, like, I was talking to your wife. I was like, what's, what's the word that's going on? Yeah, because, like, I was I was packing my shit. Like I said, I was, I was ready to just hang it up anyway. So, like, I'm packing all my shit, waiting to get cut. I'm going to text my agent. I'm like, dude, like, my fucking house is packed up. Like, am I getting cut or what? Like, what's going look, on? Look, they've already seen it on Zillow, so. Yeah, damn near. But it's like, but after I got released, you know, my agent was calling me. He's like, left around, like, hey, like, these guys are asking about you. Hey, like, these guys, da 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 Like, you want to fly out here? I was like, I'm not fucking flying anywhere. 
like I'm chilling. Like I'm on my own time. Like I'm not in a rush. Like the season just ended, a, you know, a couple of weeks ago because we were in the Super Bowl. But I was like, um, I had told him, I was like, look, if you want me to come back, you know, I'll have to play for Houston or, you know, wherever, Denver, because that's where my best friend plays. Yeah. And I was like, he was like, well, Houston, why Houston? I was like, because they don't play man. They play cover two. <laughs> All they play is cover two. <laughs> and I just tore my hamstring twice. I don't feel like running anymore. Right. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't like running anyways. Let me just sit in the flat and tackle people. Like that's, <laughs> you know, why I signed up for football. I didn't sign up to run a fucking track meet every time I walked on the field. I wanted to hit people. <laughs> right. <laughs> so no, was, yeah. yeah. So I was like Houston or, you know, Denver. Cause that's where, you know, my best friend was sure enough. Both of teams fucking called. <laughs> of they both they did. Call. <laughs> yeah. Cause he was like, Oh, we'll take Trey and Mel. And then, you know, Denver, their GM, he used to be in Minnesota. He wanted me anyways. Oh, so yeah. they both ended up calling. I'm just like, Damn. yeah, you called my bluff. I was like, you my like I'm not doing this, but they're both yeah. here. So I, mean, was, I, I almost ended up going back though, because um, you know Philly had reached out, and um, you know the, Ooh, the DC, yeah, the DC. He was um, our safeties coach in Minnesota, and I had a couple buddies that were playing there, and you know that I almost went back there just because I knew where I was going, I knew the, the guys I was going to be with, I knew that you know the DC and you know, those are guys like I actually really respected and stuff like that. And I had a good relationship with, and I remember I was in the airport. I don't know where I was coming from or whatever, but, um, you know, he had said, he's like, Hey, you know, are you healthy? You ready to go? Like, you know, you want to come play in Philly? I'm just like, Oh, you know? Um, and, I, and I remember like I sat in the airport and like for about like five, I was in the airport for five hours, but, I think it was like a span of like, you know, five, six hours. Like I was texting one of my good friends. I was like, dude, like if I send this text, then like I'm done. Like it's done. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I was like, I was going back and forth where like I said, damn near six hours. So I was like, I, I had a text written up and you know, I just, I, I took me a while to send it. Cause I knew if I sent it, then it was over. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm literally telling That's the rough. D.C. It's, I'm done. And then, so, obviously, coaches talk. They're going to find out. So, it's like, you know, it's kind of a written deal. Right. And, uh, you know, I ended up sending it after, you know, several hours. And I was just, you know, it was weird. It was, like, kind of bittersweet. But, you know, I knew, like, in my heart and my head, you know, it's something I really wanted to do. Like, I was just over it. And, uh, so, that's kind of, that kind of is how that went. And it's funny because everybody's like, oh, well, like, do you miss it? You know, da, 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 da. and I was like, yeah. not really, because I mean, I was just talking to one of my friends today about it because he literally probably two hours ago he had texted me like, "Hey, like you missing it yet?" Like that, I was like, "Fuck no!" Like, I was like <laughs> 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 well, because a lot of people don't know this, but I fucking hated the position I played. I hate playing corner. I hated it. Fucking hated um... it. So and I did like, not know, you know that. That part I did not know. I did not know you hate a corner. Why? Why do you hate it? Because I hate running. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> that like, makes was, sense. <laughs> yeah, and it was crazy. Like, I respect the shit out of the position. It is the hardest fucking position in the game to play, probably besides quarterback, mentally. Right. So it's like I have so much respect for everybody that plays it and respect the position, but it was funny because my buddy was like, huh, that really sh- that really says something and shows, you know, your ability to play a position you fucking hated and you managed to play it at the highest level. 
You did. So it was like, you know, that I mean that yeah, that's cool. But you know, like I said, growing up, like, you know, I always watched like, you know, Brian Dawkins, you know, Troy Palomalu, like Ray mm-hmm. Lewis, defensive ends, Bob Sanders, hitters. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't watch like, like corners because you know, oh, I was okay. fascinated by like the big hits and like the tackling and you know the physicality of it. So it was like that's why I played the game. Yeah. And you know, I like I said, like I hated the fact that I was like, okay, let me go cover this receiver fifty yards down fucking field for no reason sometimes. <laughs> and it's just it was just constant running and you know, I was like, I just wanted to hit people. Like that was that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> so it was like, you know, I I said I had I don't know to say I had fun, but I enjoyed you know <laughs> what it was able to do for me. Yeah. But like I said, like if I played defensive end or linebacker or something, I'd still probably be fucking playing because, like I said, I just wanted yeah. to hit people. So, and you know that worked. It that worked in my favor too because mm-hmm. you know I was one of the league's top you know corners in the run game and stuff like that because I just like I said I yeah. never had an issue with tackling. So, yeah. but I just did not like the running part. And ironically, that was just fast as fuck. So I was like. Genetically, like I had mm-hmm. to play corner, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't able to play the positions I really wanted to play, but um, like I said, I just I made the most of it and it worked out. So, could you have had the opportunity to transition to a different position or were you just like, maybe safety? But yeah. you know, at that point, I was like, you know what, they're good, like how they're going to utilize me because you know, mm-hmm. I came from corner, I still obviously am fast, I can cover, you know, I'd be you know, a safety that would probably be doing a lot of covering like a down safety covering the slots kind of like um i mean obviously we're not the same as he's a safety but you know you see it in derwin james a lot he'll come down and he'll cover like receivers tight ends stuff like that because he's a very good cover safety and like Mm -hmm. for me like i didn't have the size really to play safety i probably could have put it on but like i said they still would have utilized me almost as you know right a hybrid corner but just covering instead of you know basically in the box and all that other shit. So, and then genetically, no, cause I was too small. Like I can't fucking play linebacker. I can't play defense. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, right. You know, I, I couldn't really go too yeah. far. Helene. So now you're retired. Let me ask you this. What, what has been your favorite thing that you've settled into a, obviously you've settled into a daily environment now. So you no longer mm-hmm. have to do that type of training. Do you still do any kind of training? Are you still in the gym? Like, yeah. what is life like? Yeah. Um, so I always said when I was done playing, I'm going to get fat. I remember you telling um, me that. You're like, when I'm done, I'm done. I'm never doing this again. Yeah, like, fuck that. I'm not doing that shit. But, you know, <laughs> I, I've always been, uh, I'm not going to say like a workout warrior, but, you know, I always enjoyed working out. Yeah. But, you know, with football, as you know, it's like you have to work out a certain way. Yeah. And it's like, you know, even at the facility, it's like you have to do certain lifts. It's like, okay, today we're doing legs. So you got to do this, 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 and this upper body this 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 and this and it's like now i get to lift how i want to lift if i don't feel like squatting 400 fucking pounds i'm not gonna do it i don't <laughs> feel, right. you know what i'm saying if I, yeah. if I get to the gym i'm like i'm over this shit i'm gonna go sit in the hot tub i can do it but um <laughs> you know now it's like okay well i can lift and you know maybe i can put on more weight and lift like that and stuff so it's like i i enjoy working out because i get to do it on my own terms yeah you have and, your freedom you know, yeah and that's that's kind of what i tell everybody about you know being retired i'm finally on my own schedule not somebody else's because when you're in the nfl you're always on somebody else's schedule college the same way everything's scheduled out and um you know i i didn't like it because we get some free time um in the off season but it's like 
you know, I felt I was missing out on more than, you know, I should be and that I wanted to. So I was like, you know, now that I'm retired, it's like awesome. Like I can, you know, wake up when I want, depending on kids' school and stuff like that. But it's like I can do things throughout the day that I actually want to do rather than sit in a fucking facility and watching film and lifting weights and, you know, literally talking football 24 fucking seven. So, (laughs) so, so with that too, I've also noticed uh, via your Instagram stories, you're enjoying some beer. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen some of your beer. I'm like, this dude is drinking beer. Not only is he drinking beer, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to have to call it. Like, is this even a good beer that you're like, <laughs> hey, are you drinking beer. Montana's fine? <laughs> okay, right. I'm on. more of a whiskey guy. I'm a whiskey guy. So okay. it's like, you know, I'll drink beer occasionally, like whatever, but I prefer whiskey. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. So, okay. So you're retired. What's, what's, I know you have three beautiful daughters. So retirement. So you are literally like, what does a typical day look like for you? Are you just whatever time you wake up is the time you wake up or do you get the girls to school like yeah so a typical day for me I would say I will I wake up take our two oldest to school um I'll stop by the ranch check on the horses make sure they're good and then I'll probably shoot over to the gym for a little bit because my middle one, she gets done at 1230. She only does like half days. So it makes yeah. no sense to go home to whatever. So I was like, I'll drop the kids off at school. I'll go check on, uh, you know, the horses. Um, yeah, because we got four now. So I'll check. I'll make <laughs> sure they're good. And then I'll go to the gym, pick up my middle one, maybe run errands if, you know, I need to, then go back home. And then maybe, you know, my wife will pick up our oldest or whatever. But. Nice. I mean, it's it's still a full day. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, I, it, and it's crazy because even with the business, like, I still feel like, you know, I'm just as busy. I mean, almost just as busy as I was playing football, just I'm doing stuff like I'd rather much want to do than, yeah. like I said before. So it makes it a lot easier and more enjoyable. And it's like, it's really nice coming home because um, obviously playing in the NFL film study is a huge part of it. So it's like, I remember when I was playing, especially in Minnesota, like I would get home sometimes, you know, like five thirty, close to six. And I would, I, I would hang with the kids for about an hour, eat dinner, have, you know, 35, 45 minutes to myself before I'm watching more film and then going right. to sleep and then just repeating the day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, after work, I'd say maybe I have maybe two ish hours to myself before yeah. I have to get back into, and like, it's not even really to myself. No. You know, cause I got to see the kids, I got to see the wife, I got to see the family. And then it's like, okay, like after all that's done, however long it takes, well, maybe I just want to like jump on the game for, you know, a little bit of get a couple games. Then I got to eat. And then, you know, I got to watch more film until I go to sleep. So it's like, now you know, I get to do shit like this. I get to, you know, watch Charlie Brown and the great fucking pumpkin after this <laughs> yes! with the kids, you know what I'm saying? I could, I could yeah. have a drink. I could literally do whatever I want without worrying about, okay, yeah. fuck. Now I got to, so I got to yeah. go to bed in a timely manner because I got to get up at 6 a.m. to get to work for our 7 or 45 meeting. So it's just, you know, I actually get to breathe and, you know, kind of be mm-hmm. somewhat normal. So let me ask you this, too. Um, I know that this year you actually got to celebrate your birthday. 
Yeah, it was like time. the first time in like 10 a years. A long time, right. I was going to yeah. say, uh, again, your wife said, like, because your birthday is the same day as mine. And she was like, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's right. You guys are actually having like a decent <laughs> birthday this year. Yeah, finally. And that's and that's crazy because, I mean, even I was telling my friend, well, yeah, I had a couple of friends ask me like, oh, what are you doing for your birthday now that you can actually celebrate? I was like, dude, I don't fucking know. Like, I haven't been able to celebrate <laughs> for the last 10 years. Yeah. Like, I just want to relax. Right. But, you know, to that point, is the same for holidays. Like, this past Easter mm-hmm. was the first holiday I oh, have been able to spend with, you know, people outside of my wife and kids. And that's if I'm lucky because I'm always playing. I used to always play on Thanksgiving. Right. We practiced or traveled on Christmas. So it's like I never really had a real holiday up until this past Easter after I retired with mm-hmm. not just my, you know, family here, but with, you know, other people in my family, like my mom, my dad, my brother, like grandma, grandpa, uncle, like I actually got to see them mm-hmm. because, and like enjoy a real holiday because like right. I said, I mean, I can't tell you the last time we've had a real holiday and actually get to celebrate yeah. it. Cause you know, as athletes, we, we miss out on a lot of those things and, you know, birthdays, another yeah. thing, it just, you miss out on all these special moments that obviously we get it. We're making the sacrifice and we chose that, but it's like, yeah. you know, I, I told one of my good friends, I was like, I love football, but I hated all of the realities that came with it that nobody really knows about or sees. I know. And that being one of them, you know, yeah. so it's like I said, that's, you know, a sacrifice we had to make. We chose it, but, you know, being a parent and, you know, being close with, you know, your family, like it, it sucks, you know, not right. being able to see it, not being able to celebrate because, you know, you have those get togethers and, you know, even, you know, if, you know, you try to throw a, a birthday party for your kid it's like you're there but you're not really there because you know you have to go to work right you know so it's like you never really get to fully celebrate them well at least on my side because you know holidays birthdays all that shit was always around during the season so it, was, yeah. it just made it a little tougher I, I think a lot of people don't realize that I, I told somebody once when I was with the soccer team for four seasons and it was Easter Sunday and a friend was like hey listen I got Cincinnati Reds tickets do you you want to go to the game with me I said, I can't, we have training today. She said, it's Easter Sunday. You're working. And I yeah. said, you know, that team you want to go watch the Reds? They're working today too. Welcome to sports. Yeah. Like Welcome we literally sports. practice on Christmas. I'm just like, okay, this yeah. is, this is fucked. So <laughs> how would that work for you? Would you then with your family celebrate Christmas, like a different day than Christmas or would you no, just kind of, um, usually what the team did on Christmas, they're like, okay, like instead of coming in, for 7.45 meetings, we'll let you guys come in at noon. Mm-hmm. So it's like we get a morning, mm-hmm. I right, guess, to celebrate still, Christmas. But like I said, it's not really celebrating Christmas. So Yeah. But it's we may real. do. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, now you get to enjoy it. So. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pumped. Like, we're already making plans. So, I mean, it's, oh, like, but like I said, like, it's just awesome. Like, because even, you know, this coming Thanksgiving, like, I'm going to go see, you know, family out in California. And it's like, I... I don't know if I've ever had a Thanksgiving out there. I mean, I might have been when I was little, but I don't remember. But it's like, right. you know, I get to, you know, go see family that I really don't see that much because of, you know, you got, you know, work on there. And there's like, but like me, like for the NFL, like the schedule is just terrible. And it's like, even in the off season, we're still training because we have to show up in shape for OTAs, mm-hmm. you know, in a couple of weeks or months. And then right after that, you get a month and then you're back in the, so it's like you really don't get that much time, time. And even in your off time, you're still training and working to stay in shape so you yeah. can show up and be ready. So yeah. right. 
Yeah. So I, I think too, I tell a lot of people when they come in and they, they start bitching about the Bengals and like whatever. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> do you know, do you know what it's like to be an athlete? Uh, 365 days a year. Yeah. Do you, and it's, do you, yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, it's crazy because you always have those people like, oh, well, I would do it for like 36 million too, or I would do it for this. And it's like, right. I mean, it sounds good, but in reality it's like, if the you would do it, you'd be doing it. But you, right. you know, obviously didn't have what it takes. You weren't disciplined enough or you didn't, you know, take advantage right. of what you were, you know, gifted with to get to that right. point. So it's like, you may say you would do it, but in reality is you would be doing it if you could. Right. So it's like, right. and my thing is like, I don't, unless you have some ailment, disability, whatever I understand, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I don't going so off topic, but it's like, for me, like I was mm-hmm. always, you know, a very undersized, underrated, overlooked athlete. And, um, so it's like, you know, I had to bust my ass. I was a two star and like, I had to bust my ass to, you know, even get offers and I had to, you know, go to these camps and all this other shit. So it was like, I really kind of started, I mean, it was, there could be way worse situations, but it was like, you know, it's not like I was a five star, you know, high school recruit. And, you know, I was in a state that was, you know, very popular, like Texas or Florida, California, where, you know, you step on the football field, you're probably going to get an offer by somebody. So it's like, right. you know, my my road to, you know, where I got was, per se, let's say, a lot harder than, you know, one of my best friends, Melvin Gordon, who's a running back in this like Wisconsin. And I, I had asked, um, one of my first offers was from, like, North Dakota State or some shit. And, you know, I had asked him, because he was like, hey, you know, you can always ask me anything you want. Da, da, da. And I was like, okay. Well, I was like, well, no offense, but, I'm looking at these kids from Florida, Texas, you know, California, Ohio, and it's like I'm comparing stats and all this other shit. And I'm either the same or I'm better than what they're doing, but they have offers from, you know, these huge schools. And I was like, I got you guys. And he, I swear to God, he looked at me and says, because they're from Wisconsin. I'm like, well, what the fuck does that mean? And he was like, <laughs> Wisconsin is not known for special specialist positions, like, or, uh, like corner or receiver. They're known for big-ass linemen, big linebackers, and running backs, and big running backs. So it's like I was already at a disadvantage because of where I grew up because mm-hmm. Wisconsin, I mean, if you look at – it might have changed now, but it's, when I was there, it was a very run-heavy state. So it's like, you know, our, our offense, for instance, ran the triple option. We threw the ball maybe three times a game. And, like, all these other schools, since they had, like, the big linemen, the running backs, and, you know, shit like that, it was a very run-heavy state. So nobody really threw the ball. So I'm playing corner in a state and in a conference that throws the ball maybe four times a game, and it doesn't even have to be to my side. So it was like I had to, like I said, I had to travel to all these camps and do all this, you know, other shit just to show my ability because, you know, people weren't even looking in Wisconsin for a DB. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my thing is like, you know, if that's why I don't feel bad for people that, necessarily don't make it to the professional level because it's like you know I know from experience like what hard work dedication and you know a little bit of luck and all this other shit you know can do uh, and it can pay off and you know one of my good friends Marcus Sheros who played for the Vikings I think he's like buck 85 soaking wet nah maybe not even <laughs> maybe 80 but like you know probably like 510 you know, just a small dude. And he, and again, he didn't have a D1 offer, didn't have a scholarship. He was a walk-on in Minnesota. He wasn't drafted, had a tryout for the Vikings, and he plays 11 years in the league. 
Wow. So it's like, you know, a very, a more undersized guy than me. Right. Someone who didn't even, you know, get a scholarship, someone who didn't get drafted was still able to, you know, play 11 years in the league. So it's like, that's why I don't really feel bad, you know, mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Cause it's like, you know, don't talk shit about, you know, the athletes actually doing it because, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you could use the excuse like oh well this this and this I was like no because no. I I broke my leg ankle and tore like eight ligaments in my leg my high school year my my senior year in high school and I was still mm-hmm. able to overcome that and you know make it to where I made it so it's like I my my thing was like I'll never talk shit about a profession I haven't done myself or can do you know That's what I'm saying? It. So it's like, I'm That's never going to talk shit about a masseuse. I've never fucking done it. I can barely <laughs> right, give my right. wife a shoulder massage for two minutes. <laughs> my thumbs cramp. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, right, you know, right. what you're saying is just, you know, that's always frustrating because like you said, like people don't right. know what the fuck we go through. People don't know. know, you know, the things we sacrifice just to entertain them. So it's like, I know. you see like, oh, I would do it for this. Or it's like, yeah, it sounds good. But if you could, you would and you didn't take advantage of, you know, your situation. So every, every, everybody's a coach and everybody's a player until they actually have to. Yeah. Play. A couch quarterback. Yeah. Every, everybody's <laughs> a fucking, yeah. Always. Always. So right on. So what's the next steps for you? You're just going to enjoy running, love the grind TV. Like what, what, what's your world going to look like in the next five years? You're young. Like that's the so great young. thing about football. <laughs> <laughs> that's the great thing about football. You young. get to retire young. And you yeah. have, like, this whole, like, I mean, what, what are your next steps? What's the next five years look like? Well, I think I got lucky. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, you know, I've, I kind of touched it, but, you know, I started riding horses quite a bit. Um, so, you know, obviously I want to get better at that. Um, we're going to keep running the business, keep expanding that, hopefully if everything goes well. And, um, you know, we're building a house next year. Nice. Uh, I don't know. Just – just enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Just enjoy yeah. being around and being present. Cause even like for me, at least like it was hard for me to enjoy um, like celebrations, events, people over like, cause I was so focused on football and like the game and like all this other shit. Mm-hmm. I was never really to fully enjoy a lot of, you know, the things I was able to do when I had the time. Yeah. Um, so I think for me just to like enjoy all that shit now, and not always constantly worry about, oh, well, who do we play this season or who do we got next game and, right. you know, all this kind of shit. Because right. it's like when you're a football player, you're a fucking football player, and it's like that's all people see that's you it. as. Right. And, like, now it's, like, part of the reason why I cut my hair is because, like, I'm not a fucking football player anymore. And that was a big <laughs> part of, you know, who I was as a, as a player. And, you know, it's nice being able to walk places and not being recognized, you know, very yeah. easy. I mean, I've, I've still gotten recognized, and, like, I've been shocked. But it definitely doesn't happen as much. And I, I enjoy that because it's like, oh, I can just walk through a store without being like, okay, who the fuck noticed me? Nobody you knows know? who you are. What was it like cutting all that hair off? Because I remember, I remember, I remember long hair Trey. I've seen pictures, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was tough. Um, I mean, I wanted to cut them, uh, you know, part of the reason being just because, like I said before, like I just wanted a new, fresh, fresh start, but. You know, I, I'm a I'm a water kid, man. I love the water, and um, you know, I hated getting my hair wet for one because it would just mess it up even quicker. And then I had to get it re- retwisted even sooner than I wanted to, or 
it just took hours to dry. dry so I was yes. like, I would hate getting it wet and I'd just be like, just soaked mm-hmm. just because my hair would like take forever to dry. But now it's like, I'll like, and I would kind of avoid water. Like I'd get in it, but I never like really get in it. So now it's like, whenever I say a pool or an ocean, I'm like, let's fucking go. Like I'm good. <laughs> Instead of, Oh, hold on. Let me tie <laughs> all this other shit. So I mean, it was cool. I mean, I'm, I don't mind it. It was definitely a change. Sometimes I still wish I had it, but you know, then yeah. again, it's like, well, I'd maybe want it for like a week and then cut them back again. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Love it. So you might want it in the colder months now, you know, <laughs> but see the cold never bothered me. I'm from fucking Wisconsin and then I lived in Minnesota <laughs> for you know five years. And, you know, I played in the third end of coldest NFL game in history against Seattle. It was, I think it was like negative like 28 yeah. or something. It was ass, <laughs> but uh, I've never had an issue. Well, I don't like the cold, but I prefer the cold over the heat. Because when it's yeah. like Miami heat or like, you know, Texas heat, I'm like, I'm not fucking leaving the house. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, so so did you like playing like playing football more in the cold? You mean? Fuck too? no. I mean, no? I, I would, I mean, it sucked. Like, cause it hurt, but right. I would prefer the cold over like a hundred degrees any day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, also like I wasn't one of those like, uh, want to be tough guys wearing those sleeves and shit. Fuck that. I had everything out of my locker. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing that. So like, I'm bundled. So I was good. Nice. Trey, you have been amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. You. I know, I know that your time is precious and we've asked you Kira to take time you, away. By the way. I miss Kira. Oh my gosh. I miss she her. Was like, <laughs> it was funny. Cause I was like, I remember when I first got a massage, like, I was like, babe, this shit fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> Like, we all say that it. by the way yeah and she like loves that shit and it's like i'm like you know give me a massage where i fall asleep but yeah right i mean i've i've gotten her a couple of massages since and she was like i was like I how were they see. like i heard they were gonna be good she's like eh. i need I'm to like, see oh. and then i told her i was like yeah i'm doing a podcast and miss you just like tell her you're doing it only if she comes and gives me the size. That's a good trade-off. The first time, the first time you sent her to my office, you sent me a text. You said, "Tear her up." <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, "Fuck her ass up." <laughs> she she was like, "Please, I love it. I love it. Give me everything." Hell I'm no! You, I was jumping off the table. <laughs> you said, "You said," and I quote. That's one thing I can't wait to do when I retire. I'm never fucking getting another massage again, ever. Never. And I haven't never had one. I, mean, I probably need it. Like I mean, obviously, they're like they're really fucking good for the body. But like, yeah. I 1,000 percent need it. But fuck no, <laughs> nope. I'm good. All right, this has been amazing. And again, tell. Kira, I said hello, and uh, I I will text her. Like, I want to see what her next year looks like. Maybe I'll pop out and see what Montana looks like. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I appreciate your time again. I know, I know your time is precious. So thank you so much for coming on with us. All right, Trey, thank you so much for being a guest on Sports and Ish with Misty V and Rachel Lee. We've had an amazing time. You guys, we are on YouTube. Sports and Ish, Misty V, Rachel Lee. Find us, watch all episodes that are out, watch the latest. You can rate, review us. Find us on every single podcast platform. We are everywhere. We are a radio-influenced, produced podcast. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night.